All right, good morning. Well, since Sydney let off two weeks in a row, I felt it was only right to match her. And I'm leading off again this week to let you guys know what's going on in uh, the crazy life of Ray Powers. <laughs> it's um, very early in the morning right now when I'm cutting this. And uh, I think I mentioned on a previous digital diary that uh, I used to do my football podcast at like four thirty-five o'clock in the morning on Friday mornings because I was groggy and everything that came out of me was going to be super, super unfiltered. I didn't have the wherewithal, you know, to hold back any thoughts that maybe, you know, two o'clock in the afternoon, I might say, maybe you shouldn't say that. <laughs> it's always more fun when you get completely 100% unfiltered content, right? That could get you canceled or could get you, uh, you know, kicked out of a um, PTA meeting or something. I don't know. I've been to PTA meetings. I have no comment. But, you know, this week, I was uh, pondering what I'm going to bring you guys up to date on. And I realized there's so much going on that 10 minutes is not going to cover it. So I'm going to talk for the next 75 minutes. No, um, just I'll have to just do bullet points at this point. As you know, Sydney and the rest of the world, uh, because it's the off season for Dare to Be Better with Ray and Sid, and there was a big demand for more music interviews, I decided to open up the door or the steel gate and uh, at least for, you know, a temporary season, uh, you know, a half a season or whatever it is, whatever we can sustain, I would air more new episodes of the Ray Powers Hour, which ties everything in because as you guys and girls probably know, maybe you don't know, Sydney and I know, this is how we met on my show. I found out who Sydney Hall was minutes before going on the air and at least cutting the interview to be totally honest. And actually, as we're conversing and I'm getting everything together, I'm literally finding out really who I'm speaking to, who is Sydney Hall. And up to that point, I really didn't know, guy or girl, you know, what uh, what she did, how she did it, what made, her, what made her tick. And it's funny that this is happening now because it was literally almost a year ago to the date, like 51 weeks ago, that uh, Sydney first called in less, less than a year later and look at what's going on. It's just a complete uh, fiasco, all this anarchy and all this great stuff going on. Look what we did, Sydney, <laughs> in less than a year. God, you leave the two of us alone for a minute. And that interview obviously went very well. And the Dare to Be Better show is going fantastically well. And, uh, you know, I didn't give any shameless plugs last week for merch or website or anything. I'm just a terrible producer, Sid. I don't know. You gotta keep me in line. Uh, for all you kids out there, before I forget, dare to be better show.com, all one word. You should go check this out. Good site. We've got sweet merch on there. We've got, um, most, I think every show that we've done, right? Photos, all kinds of, uh, bio material. A lot of fun. You can, uh, I don't know, share it with your friends. I sound like I'm doing one of those, uh, Shameless 70s uh, toy commercials or infomercials. I don't know. I told you this is nice and early. You're getting just raw Ray Powers. That is absolute uh, 
I'm not saying best and I'm not saying worst. It's just, uh, and I hate the term, it is what it is. Ugh. Uh, so now I'm jumping around. I mentioned uh, new Ray Powers Hour shows. And I mentioned how uh, that ties us in, you and I. Uh, less than a year, that's insane. Sydney Hall came on to do uh, her part, right? You were the throw-in. You were, there was a four-pack and you were the fifth. And look what happened. They talk about the cornerstone all the time in the Bible, right? The one, the one that the uh, builders rejected became the cornerstone. Sydney's a designer. She can understand that. Uh, but I am grateful to be busy, super busy, as always. We even have some live tour dates that were, uh, or I have some live tour dates that were announced. I've got a couple in June. Um, September, I've got a big date here in the New York area, which will be televised. That's always exciting. And, you know, we're going to fill in the gaps as we go. So I'll talk more about that when I have dates actually solidified, contracts assigned. And, uh, you know, I can talk more about it more freely once everything is actually cemented. I hate to talk about things beforehand because otherwise I feel like, eh, if it falls through and I have to tell you, eh, it's been canceled, it's been postponed. I hate that part of it, right? I'd rather it just be lock, stock, and barrel, painted, shellacked, and now I can present it to you. But that's just me. What do I know? What do I know, Sydney? About being a producer, about doing any of this. <laughs> uh, as far as the home, finally finished up Emma's uh, walls and ceiling. Man, were they a mess. But uh, we're picking out swatches. We're picking out colors. We're trying to finalize on uh, what she wants, on what wall. And, of course, you would appreciate what I'm doing. I'm trying to determine, you know, what wall is going to receive the most light as opposed to, you know, the darker shadowed walls. See, you're rubbing off on me. I guess you're a positive influence once in a while, right? <laughs> it's good stuff. This may be a short one this week because, um, like I said, I could delve into any one of these things that I'm doing in depth, but then I'll be looking up onto my uh, timer and here I am 40 minutes in and I haven't shut up. Sydney and I both have that problem. Disease of like the running mouth, right? I don't know. I look at it as an asset. People who can't express themselves, people who can't articulate, that's a problem in life. I mean, we have the opposite problem. We're like Donkey from Shrek. It's like, shut them up, please. <laughs> Just for a moment, would you? Take him outside. Take him for a cup of coffee. Take Sydney for some regular food in New York City. Inside joke. You'll have to listen to the podcasts in full if you want to get that joke. But, um, oh hell, I got three minutes. I'll tell you. I'll tell him. What the hell? Sydney and I were at one point recording shows for season one, Dare to Be Better, with Ray and Sid. And, um, and I'm, I'm a nice guy, so I'm like, let me go get breakfast for Sydney. Because she's just, uh, you know, a wonderful person. I'm like, would you like anything in particular? And she's like, yeah, you know, I want like a mushroom omelet with asparagus and uh, goat cheese or whatever it was. It was like, you know, three or four upper echelon items, but not out of the ordinary. I mean, they exist. People know what they are. They're identifiable. And more so, the deli I went to had these items. But for whatever reason, they wouldn't put them in the omelet. They're like, no, these are your choices for the omelet. It was like bacon ham, you know, the usual blue collar 
construction site sandwiches you could put on a hard roll. I'm like, but I want these things. He's like, that's for the salad bar. You order regular food. So, needless to say, that guy was good for coffee and for good pickup snacks, but I had to go to another place that would give me irregular food. And it just goes on and on, but you get the point. Are you enjoying the ranting? Because I always feel like I'm just like a, a napkin blowing in the wind. Not like a ball game. You ever see you go to a football game and there's that napkin just swirling <laughs> above your head at the stadium? It's like, where is that thing going to land? I hope it doesn't have like a ton of mustard on it and like went up smacking me in the face. See what happens? You leave me alone with the microphone for 10 minutes? Unsupervised? I think I'm better when I'm the straight man and I'm producing. And Sydney goes off on uh, her tangents. But, hey. What are you going to do? You want stream of consciousness, sometimes it's going to be uh, like this. <laughs> anyway, I'll turn uh, everything over to my good friend, my partner in crime. My sister from another mister. Ew. God, that's so uh, cringeworthy, right? <laughs> I'm just talking about all the overused uh, terms. I don't know. It's like stuff you would see on like a soccer mom's bumper sticker. I love you, soccer moms. I'm not uh, disparaging you. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, but I can't edit this because that's the rule. No edits. Oh, well. Sydney, they're all yours. Love you to pieces. Respect. Uh, hope you're doing well out there. I know you're doing well out there. You're about to crush it. So. I will uh, talk to you guys and girls next week. That's all I got. Ray. <laughs> okay, I am sitting in here at like a coffee shop and I decided I would try this again. I have attempted to do this now three times. Each time I attempt to do the little digital diary, somebody comes up and talks to me, you know. It, it, even, even if I'm uh, in the showroom or if I'm at home, it just doesn't matter. No one needs to talk to me until... I'm doing something. It's just crazy. And then, of course, they come talk to me after I've gotten in eight minutes or so. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my gosh. Anyway, I uh, listened to your little gig, and I loved it. And the the analogy of being a paper, paper, what is that? Like, what is it? Paper towel? It doesn't matter. Irrelevant. But I see you as maybe one that's not clean, but maybe um, one that's you know waving in the wind that had somebody's you know crappy hot dog mouth that has wiped off all their crap on it, and now you're floating around. No, but but I'm there with you because I am the paper towel that had somebody wipe off their mouth from let's just say the nachos, then crumple me up and throw me away in the garbage can. All right. That, that's who I am. And the wind came up, and then all of a sudden, I'm flying around out of the garbage can. So I think you're better off than I was, because I had to sit in the garbage can. So anyway, okay, I'm, I'm rambling. But um, I'm rambling partly because I I also wanted you to know I think it's fabulous that you're doing the Ray Pawazawa again, because I know you have and had such a brilliant following amazing and I know they want to hear from you again that's really cool that you're doing that and it, it does bring back great memories because April 13th 2021 20, is when the miracle happened <laughs> yes 
if we call this miracle, I don't really know what we call this that you and I have come up with, but we we truly are so grateful for our listeners and our followers because I, and please don't go away, but I don't know what you're really following <laughs> or listening to. I mean, it's just a rambling of stuff anyway. Okay. All right. So I am going to just ramble on a little bit about something. I, I always have to put myself through a seminar of my own seminar when I get frustrated or I feel you know like things maybe aren't going as well as they could be going but the brilliant thing often when I think when I think things are not going well if I just take a step back often things are going better than even when they were going well because the change up of things when you're listening to life God in the universe and when you've been willing to take the journey with gratitude and appreciation you know, life God in the universe then can guide you to the things you're meant to do and have. You're not just in charge yourself because clearly, clearly, look at us all. If we were all in charge ourselves, mm, that's why we are where we are. It's a mess. But this is what I'm saying. So I'm going to hurry and catch you up, those who are listening, about, it was about like episode number one when I talked about me deciding that I was going to go apply for a company who wasn't hiring, who didn't even have a position for a designer and they didn't know me and I decided I had this great idea that I was going to go over <laughs> nevertheless and apply for a job with a company that wasn't hiring and the owner you know when I get over there to talk to him and he's like yeah we're not hiring by the time I'm done rambling he goes well we're not hiring but my gosh maybe we should hire you so then he had me come in the next day to interview which I did and um, by the time I was done talking to him that day, he goes, this is strange, but I think I'm going to hire you. And, uh, and you know, he said, I'll let you come on and build your your uh, position up the way you think it needs to be built. And let's go see how it goes. So anyway, my point is, I thought that that was the gig. Well, I have learned that life gone in the universe often put us in a situation where they can get our attention we have a little passion going, you know, like intrigue with what we're doing. We're inspired, so our, our walls are down. So then they're able to guide a little more effectively. Because what I'm learning is as much as I think this gig is meant for me, really it may not be meant for me, okay? Because the other day I was out doing my thing. And by the way, uh, I have like four major companies that all build they build around 249 homes a month okay that's a massive massive company all of them are massive they're multi-million dollar deals and I'm negotiating on them so that means even if I only land one of them huge huge deal for me and uh, and so you know I, I'm I go out and I find this builder well yeah I, I searched him out and he says to me he goes Sydney you're an interesting girl because I see you around all the time. You're out stirring it up. You have no qualms with what job you're walking onto. And he goes, you do have a magical way about how you, how you sell. And then he says, now that you're standing in front of me selling, pitching, doing your thing. And he goes, and then he did look at my interior design and he goes, I would consider you a one percenter in design. And then he says, you know, you're not just a dumb girl. You actually know the industry and you're female 
in a male-dominated industry. He goes, you're like a quadruple threat. He says to me, I just don't understand why you're selling and doing all of this for somebody else. Why are you not doing it for yourself? Well, he is the seventh individual, seventh builder or engineer that has said this to me, including you, Ray, because you are always there for me. You give great guidance. You are a beautiful support. You truly are just a godsend in my life. And I'm, I'm so grateful that, again, you and I, this show became in a similar way. You know, it wasn't just something that, I don't know, it's something that we had to be open to, but we were aware, and I immediately started pitching when I felt it. I could feel that inspiration, and I could feel life, God, and the universe talking to me, saying, are you paying attention, Sydney? Look what just happened. Look at who you're talking to. Pitch. He's ready to hear it. Pitch. And I did it, and look where we are. And it's just such a beautiful thing. And, And what I wish more people would understand is that when life feels like it's falling apart, the question really is, is it? Or is life actually altering itself, helping you to get to where you need to be so you can be all that you can be? Could it be that life, God, and the universe is really putting you in areas where you can get the education you need so that they can help maneuver you on to the things you're meant to do because you know this gig that I went and applied for that really wasn't there that I developed on my own one I showed God that I was listening I was um, acting upon the journey I had gratitude for it and I was excited so then I was putting myself in a situation where life God in the universe could then maneuver me a little more help me to get to where I needed to get to or to hear the seventh person that was going to tell me this information to finally say Sydney are you listening did you hear that and in this position before I really knew tile because tile is really jewels for the wall and the floor it's not just tile I know tile like the back of my hand I know interior design like the back of my hand and I understand how to manage clients well I didn't know LVP LVT hardwood but guess what I know it now and I'm exceptional at it so it was sort of like sending me off to school so I went off to school and I just needed a few days there so now he puts me in front of this this builder who has no reason to tell me anything for any reason he owes me nothing and often I do believe the gifts of life come through the people that don't know you they owe you nothing so if we're listening and we're open and we're aware when that individual that we don't know says something ah did you hear it and you feel that little tap on you did you hear it are you paying attention take it it's your ace put it in your right hand pocket keep it there because you're gonna need it and so I'm feeling like maybe I was led this way because it's time for me to own my own company and guess what I'm doing you better believe it baby yesterday I sat and I felt inspired I just kept thinking who would be a good match all of a sudden My friend's name came into my head, so I immediately texted her, then called her, and guess what? I pitched, and she bit. I now have a woman who's been a broker for a major banking institution who's perfect for all the business end. I will do all the design, the estimates, you know, all the sales, and us as a team in a male-dominated industry bringing to the table all the things that I know is a hole in the industry. Come on now. 
Mm -hmm. And here I sit. I am filling out an application for a company that has already given me an approval to have an account with them. Come on, Ray. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I know I'm, I've overdone it. I've gone too long again, but I love you. I miss you and I'm grateful for our followers and I hope they will keep following us because this is, I just love what we do. I just love it and I'm grateful for the opportunity. So anyway, it's Dare to Be Better with Ray and Sid. Go get them, you guys.